Welcome to the Make Some Gains podcast. I'm your host, Summer Venowitz, and this is a space where I'll be cutting through the bullshit and stripping away the filter. My aim is to help you reframe your mind, question the norms, and push you to achieve new levels of success. Through raw conversations, I'll open up about my personal experiences, my ideas, and my struggles. I want to empower you to live up to your full potential. Let's go make some gains. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. We officially are on episode four, and uh, I, I read a statistic from, actually, it was my, my mentor that had posted it, and she said, podcasts that make it past the third episode mark, you're in like the night, the the 90th percentile because most people never make it past the third episode so we freaking made it here we are we're on episode four um I am actually in my car ready to go into the gym this is when I am the most talkative you guys know I'm always ranting on my Instagram story so I'm like why don't we just turn this into a little pre-workout podcast right (laughs) so that's what we're doing um it's probably gonna be a short and quick one but I wanted to give my hot take on the health and fitness industry so last week I'd actually posted a, a reel about this But I wanted to dive a little bit deeper and give some more depth to it because there's a lot to talk about. Um, And I, I think there are pros and cons to the industry. The pros being it is really inspiring. I think it's good that people want to live healthy lifestyles and it gives access to people. Um, It obviously allows me to live out my dreams and have a career and do my job. So I'm very, very thankful for the industry. But there it's, it's very, very saturated and due to that saturation, you're going to have people that ruin it for everybody else. And um, what I have found is the industry as a whole, I mean, this is, this could be a a rabbit hole. (laughs) That's because it's not just this industry, but it's very money oriented. And there's a lot of bullshit out there. A lot of bullshit products, bullshit coaches, bullshit people, companies. So, Number one, I think they purposely keep you confused and they overcomplicate it so you can keep pumping money into their pockets. What I mean by them is the big companies. So uh, the perfect example is Weight Watchers. They have this point system where... They teach you, okay, this is how many points you can eat in a day, but they never actually explain what that point system means. So obviously, looking at it from the outside in with the experience that I have and the knowledge that I have, this point system is based off of calories and macros, but they fail to teach you the calories and macros because if they were to do so, you wouldn't need them. You wouldn't need the fucking point system. So you're reliant then on that company because you're lacking the education that you need to do it on your own. So then time and time again, you have to go back when you want to reap the rewards or you want to see the results. You have to go back to that company. And there's 
I mean, Weight Watchers is just one of them. There's many out there that don't give you the full knowledge that you would need to do it on your own. And this, of course, it keeps money pumping into their pocket. And then on top of it, you have companies with skinny tees and waist trainers and fat loss pills, and they they tend to overcomplicate it and and make you think, oh my gosh, I need a greens powder in order to be healthy or lose weight. But at the end of the day, it does not have to be that complicated. You don't need to go buy all of these products and do all of these things in order to live a healthy lifestyle. It's actually really, really, really simple. And... Uh, it's not it's not complicated at all. I mean, it's eating whole foods. It's moving your body in ways that feel good, right? But for some reason, it's like this this hack. Like we need to have this big hack and there's this big solution to why you can't lose weight or why you are not fit or why you are not healthy. But it's like it's very 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 simple when we break it down. But because of these companies and these products and some coaches even, it gets overcomplicated. But the reason why they do that is to keep money pumping into their pockets. If it was, if if they just gave you the knowledge that you needed to know, they wouldn't have a business. So that's that. I also think that the industry is very, you have I say it like there's two groups within the health and fitness industry and there's the super masculine group and then a super feminine group. So the masculine group, those are like the macro trackers. Those are the hardcore bodybuilders. Get your shit done. No excuses. Um, What else? Like heavyweight lifting. I think of like headbanging music. The people that are dry scooping (laughs) pre-workout and super, super masculine side of things and when it comes to coaches even this is something that I've noticed is uh, there's coaches that are like ah just give them a meal plan and and they're very results aesthetically driven which is fine for some people but a majority especially of females that is not what they need it is not a 1200 calorie meal plan to get them the aesthetic results they might think that that's what they want and need but I know from personal experience internally that you have to do more internal work than just getting the physical progress. So in this group, that's where I feel like that those coaches, they don't do enough research on the clients that they're taking on to ensure that they're they're giving them what they actually need. And then you have this feminine side, and this is like the the people that are obsessed with ingredients lists and quality of food and listening to your body and giving yourself grace and um, very, they're not as aesthetically focused. They might not be aesthetically focused at all. Um, I think of like growing your own food and getting in tune with your cycle and your body and it's okay like body positivity and give yourself a break and just like super super feminine. But then like I said this side of the industry they don't focus on the physical progress which is totally fine. They focus on solely the the 
type of food and the quality of food, but they don't necessarily focus on the macronutrients and how to actually build your plate to achieve your your physical goals. So that's kind of the downside of that category where it's like you're almost giving yourself too much grace. And if you're wanting physical physical progress, then sometimes people are like, which side should I be on? Like you might be in the true health side, really wanting to focus on the quality of your food. But then if you're following people that are in this masculine group and they're eating cookies and donuts and just filling their macros with shit, then you're like, what the heck? And, and they look 10 times better than me. So maybe I should, maybe I should be doing that. And then you go over there and then you're following people that are super feminine and they're like, don't eat the, the donut, it's toxic, and you're gonna die, and blah, 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 <laughs> and then you're like, well, what the heck, maybe I should go over there, and then it's just like this flip-flop, and I have yet to see another coach live somewhere in the middle, where yes, with, with the, cli- the approach that I take with my own life, and with my clients, is we do track macros, but we don't do it in a way that's restrictive, so a lot of times the masculine group, like I said, they'll slap a 1200 calorie plan on you, and say just follow it, <laughs> but I think, I think macro tracking is essential just for the education. The amount that you learn by tracking your food. For example, I had a client um, last week who she's like, I have never tracked my food before. And I tracked a cup of cereal that I normally eat every morning. And she's like, I did not realize how many carbs were in that. Even if you turn the box around and you see 50 grams of carbs, you're like, okay. But when you actually track it in your app and you have a goal of 200 carbs a day and 50 of them get taken up by this bowl of cereal, that's a fourth of your carbs for the day which works here and there, but it's, it just brings that extra mindful step to what you're eating. So I think it's essential and nobody's going to change my mind on that for learning about balancing your plate, learning about what foods are going to work for you and your goals. But like I said, you can get sucked into the masculine side of things where it's like, I got to hit my macros perfectly or I ain't getting the gains, but it's like, it doesn't have to be like that either. So I personally live somewhere in the middle where yes, we track macros, but we also focus on, okay, how does this food feel feel in my body and really getting in tune with your hunger and fullness cues, listening to your body and not force because again in the in the masculine side of things, we have cutting and we have bulking. So it's like you're either over, I don't know if any of you guys have bulked, but it's like you are sitting there force feeding your body. You're so full, you're about to puke. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't eat another bite. Or if you're cutting, you're like, I'm so fucking hungry. Give me all the food. And it's like, that's not how it has to be. I mean, there's a time and place for that. If you want to do a freaking bodybuilding competition or you have strict aesthetic goals, absolutely. But it does not have to be that extreme. Like you can just go with the flow of how your body's feeling, especially being a female. Your cycle is going to play into your hunger levels. So some weeks you're going to be less hungry. Some weeks you're going to be more hungry. I had another client. We just had this conversation last week and she's like, I don't know. I feel like I'm doing something wrong because last week I was like overeating and this week I'm like under eating but I'm like that is just how 
especially like I said, being a female, that's how your body rolls. So instead of working against your body and trying to force something, how about we work with our body and lean into the progress rather than, like I said, trying to force it. So that's kind of my take on the the masculine feminine side. I think, like I said, I have yet to find another coach who has talked about it in this way and uh, lives somewhere in that middle. Because personally, I think it's like the best of both worlds because you are focusing on your internal health, but you're also practicing balance here and there and you're getting the aesthetic goals. It might not be to the extent or as fast as you want it to be, but you, you, it brings you peace of mind knowing, okay, the food that I'm eating and the things that I'm doing, it's working directly into my progress. So yeah, that's my take on that. (laughs) That was pretty long, but, um, Next is people, especially, like I said, coaches are out here teaching shit that they've never been through, or it's like they're taking on clients that they just should not be. They're not doing enough research or background knowledge, not not digging up enough background knowledge into the clients, and it's setting them up for failure, and it's really tough to, to observe and listen to. So I have one of my clients, she really struggles with her relationship with food. She's been in a restricted binge cycle pretty much her whole life. She tries fad diet after fad diet and uh, nothing has worked. It's like she loses the weight and then gains it back and loses it and gains it back. And she's like, the only way that I feel like I can make progress is if I restrict, but then it leads me to binging later on. It's like I have these seasons of life where I'm on or I'm off. And she has yet to find something that has been sustainable for her. So she said the last coach that she had, she said that, I can't remember if it was a girl coach or a guy coach, but she said that they had given her pretty much a 1200 calorie meal plan and said, here you go, stick to it. And again, that's so, it's such a masculine way to go about it. Because if, you, if, if that coach would have done a little bit of digging, like, hey, what is your past like? What's your relationship with food like? They would have, they should know, okay, sticking a 1200 calorie plan on this poor girl is not going to be the solution to her problems. Maybe in the short run, she might get results, but that is not what she needs. Oh, it's so frustrating to me. So it's like people... I don't know if this coach maybe knew that and said, oh, I can maybe, I mean, I've never been through that. I've never had food insecurities, but let's go with it. No, if you've never been through it yourself, you have no expertise on teaching it. Ah, Unless you have like years and years and years of schooling, maybe. But even then, it's like if you've never actually had the feeling of feeling like you have no control around food and uh, you know, creating a plan and not being able to physically stick to it day after day after day and restricting yourself and then binging. Like if you don't know those feelings, then I don't think that you're qualified to talk on it or teach it. I I really don't. So anyways, there's, there's that side of things. And like I said, just coaches taking on people that they shouldn't. Like my poor client, I'm so happy that she found me and we're working together. We're doing the tough things. So with her, it's like 
I'm teaching her how to host and and create um, appreciation for her body. Like this was an act or a, a exercise that we did the other day, where I'm like, "What are you proud of your body for? What do you appreciate your body for?" And I could tell that this was something that she had never done. Because she's had the mindset that her body's against her and, and she can't get her body to, to look the way that she wants it to. And it's like this force, 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 like, come on, just work with me. You suck. I hate you. But let's take a step back, I said, and let's think about all the things that your body does for you. I said, I said her name, but I'm not going to. I said, lady miss thing like come on you your body is so powerful and you deserve to appreciate it I said your body is not working against you I promise your body wants to work with you it wants to but you've spent years and years and years confusing the shit out of it first you starve it and then you overindulge and your body's all out of whack like what the fuck am I supposed to be doing so then when you expect these this progress or these results after two weeks your body's like heck no bitch like you've been killing me the last 20 years why would I listen to you but it does it wants to work with you so we just have to lean back and appreciate and and be proud of our bodies and when we start to reframe our minds and and reframe the way that we think about our bodies that helps with the progress and it helps because you have to heal from the inside out it's not healing from the outside in I can promise you that like even if she had her absolute dream body by tomorrow she would still not feel like it's good enough because she hasn't done that internal work so that is the the first step that should be done so (laughs) that was a tangent but very important very very important stuff um and lastly my last hot take is uh, the health and fitness industry is a hub for unrealistic standards so I personally think that it is a breeding ground ground for EDs for low self-esteem for never feeling like you're good enough or you're doing enough especially with social media you go online and you see oh my gosh this girl lost 40 pounds in four weeks and I haven't done that and it's like oh my gosh again it comes down to is the way that that person or that female got to that goal is it going to be sustainable did she heal from the inside out or the outside in because that all plays into it And then, of course, you have the Kardashians and all of the influencers and all of the famous people who treat females' bodies like a trend. Like, I don't know, it was was an article that was going around about Kim Kardashian and and saying heroin chic is back. Like, what the fudge? (laughs) You're kidding me. Our bodies are not trends. I, I don't get it. And it's like we compare ourselves to these these people online and your body structure, your frame, your bones, your genetics, it's all going to play into the body type that you have. And a lot of times we're comparing ourselves to girls that we'll never look like ever. We'll never genetically be able to look like without plastic surgery so it's like I don't know what the solution is because I don't see anybody stopping anytime soon but it's a problem and I think 
for sure, especially when it comes to disordered eating and food insecurities. I think that needs to be taught and talked on as early as middle school, all throughout high school, college for sure. 95% of the girls that I talk to, it might even be more than that, have struggled with or currently struggle with an eating disorder of some type. And a lot of times it roots straight out of high school, maybe in high school a little bit. College for sure is like a breeding ground. Um, That's when it hit me. And I wish that somebody would have, you know, given me a little warning. Like, hey, by the way, don't starve yourself. Hmm. Maybe, Maybe that should be the route that I go with my career is trying to implement some sort of some sort of education in early or yeah in in high school colleges because it is an issue it is a major issue and then like I said you get these girls that get into the fitness industry and they're following companies and buying products and listening to coaches or people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about and are super masculine or super feminine and aren't giving these poor girls what they actually need. So it's just this cycle. It's this vicious, vicious cycle. And uh, yeah, like I said, I don't... (laughs) I don't really know what the solution is. My solution is speaking my truth, speaking the fuck up, uh, educating as much as I can with the knowledge that I have, and that's how I'm going to do my part and hope that the things that I say and the things that I teach on spark um, spark interest and spark in, in, inspire other people to start to do the same as well. So that is my hope and that is my desire um, and that's what I wanted to talk on today. So yeah, those those are my main hot takes. Like I said, the, the health and fitness industry, it has its pros, it has its cons. I I do think that we can at least get better. I don't think there's a solution or fixing it completely, but I do think spreading awareness um, and just doing your research. Like I said, if you're trying to buy products or go with companies or hire a coach, do your freaking research before you hire, before you buy, and, and make sure that what you're getting yourself into is what you truly, truly need. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to head into the gym, but thank you so much for listening. If you found value, uh, please share, please uh, rate it, leave a leave a review. Um, it really, really would help me and help boost the show. I am doing a little giveaway, so if you rate, uh, review, share, um, you'll be entered into a little giveaway. I'm giving three people free coffees, so yeah, I would really appreciate it. Also, I want to mention that I am hosting a free masterclass. It's called Fad Diets to Food Freedom. And it's going to be my 10-step process on how to go from having fucking breakdowns to practicing food freedom. So if this is a topic that interests you and you want to learn a little bit more, it's completely free. I'm hosting it on July 16th at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'll leave the link in the the show notes so you can go and check that out. But like I said, thank you so, so much for being here and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you.